This is Stacey Hillier, and you are listening to the Prophetic Collective Podcast. Well, welcome back to the potty, everybody. Today is very exciting because you have a bonus episode. And throughout this season of Revival Reflections, you've actually heard me speak about something that changed my life that has been a very important part of what God is doing at Numa Church, and that is Bethel Sozo Ministry. And so today, add the drum roll, please, people. We have the founder <laughs> and the director of Bethel Sozo. Yeah, we have Donna De Silva. It is so wonderful to have you here. Thank you. Great to be here. Yeah, and you actually did my Sozo. You Sozoed me, and yeah, I did God. get delivered in a massive way. I've actually shared it before. Okay, good. On the podcast, and I've had a lot of questions about it. Okay. Of like, well, what is Sozo, and what does it look like? So nobody better than we could ask yeah. than you. What is Sozo? Okay. So the word sozo, people mm-hmm. are like, what is this word? Is a Greek word. Mm-hmm. It's used over 110 times in the Bible, and it means to be saved, to be healed, to be delivered all in one package. Mm-hmm. So as you experienced, yes. it's like we can get delivered, but we have issues down inside that we yes. need to heal or that can come back, or we can get um, saved, but not step through that to get the deliverance. And mm-hmm. so there's all of that together. When you get saved, healed, and delivered in one package, the word is sozo. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, I remember hearing Paul Manwaring speak recently about when there's a move of God, that the inner healing ministry mm-hmm. is so important. And we've discovered that sometimes in the hard way. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're having these amazing moments, encounters, mm-hmm. power encounters where people are getting, seeing instant things transformed, but then there's still the soul realm catching up. How did this actually get birthed at Bethel? Right. So we were in revival Mm -hmm. um, and um, we were seeing that, that people were getting set free. But then when the demons leave, we're with ourselves. Yes. So we still have to deal with, you know, are we dealing with flesh? Are we dealing with issues in our soul, lies we believe? And so we really realize that it's not just about deliverance, yes. but it's also about healing why there was a demonic force there. Yes. And when you get in the anointing, things are going to pop. Yes. <laughs> yes <laughs> You're going to see right. it's going to get kind of messy. Uh-huh. And so we learned a way mm-hmm. to calm it down and to say, hey, we're going to we're going to take you over here and we're going to sozo you so that we can get rid of all of that so you mm-hmm. actually stay free. So it was in the early days of the Bethel Renewal that this came about. Well, I am so grateful and I actually really believe that um, within my church stream and across Australia that this is a real key mm-hmm. for now and the next 10 to 20 years and what the Lord is doing in our nation because he's moving swiftly yeah. right now. And so this is such yeah. a gift to us. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you about the Transformation Center, okay. which I got to visit when I was in Reading and sat with your friend. Is it Yvonne? Yvonne, Oh, yeah. my goodness. She's amazing. Yes. What is the Transformation Center? So the Transformation Center is actually our counseling, sozo, coaching center at Bethel Church. Mm-hmm. So we have online and we have in-person uh, sessions. We had one month where we did 1,129 sessions wow. for the month. Wow. Between sozo and counseling and mm-hmm. coaching. And so um, it's kind of like a place where we can get our what we do um, out to the community as well. So, yes. yeah. Yeah, really I fun. was just blown away <laughs> at the impact on the community, yeah. actually. It was absolutely incredible. 
You know, something I think I want to clarify, Dawna, is that historically there has been a bit of fear around even deliverance because people mm-hmm. think they're going to go flying and levitate and hit a wall. But in my sozo, and I know in actually seeing other people's sozos, we've had all of our staff, our <laughs> interns, everyone who works for me is doing yeah. a yearly sozo, how peaceful it mm-hmm. is and how beautiful freedom is. And the enemy, I think, is capitalising on this lie that deliverance is violent, Mm. that it's always noisy and embarrassing. Do you want to talk Mm. for a moment about that? Yeah, um, I am part of the International Society of Deliverance Ministers, and I'm also on the board for Transformation Alliance, which is a bunch of inner healing. So, you know, I'm on both. I'm with generals in a lot of these areas, right? And, and you um, are a general yeah. in this area. <laughs> Thank you. And, yeah. and we get asked sometimes, are you really a deliverance ministry? And I'm like, why? Because we don't throw up in sessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't roll around on the ground in sessions. Uh, but what happens is when you dismantle the reason the demonic is there, which can mm-hmm. be a mindset, it can be open door of sin in your life, then it has to go. Yes. Now, keeping the door closed, you're mm-hmm. going to have to take care of or you'll just invite it back. But the deliverance that happens without healing this inside can be dangerous. Yes. You know, we're talked about in scripture, like if you get rid of the strong man, right? Yes. He goes into dry places Mm-hmm. And then he looks and says, hey, you haven't refilled this yes. with the Holy Spirit. You haven't filled it with Jesus. You haven't displaced it. Then he comes back sevenfold. Mm-hmm. So we have to not just get rid of the demons, but we need to get rid of why it's there. And it can be done so gently. Yes. So gently. That's absolutely my experience is that it was peaceful. It was gentle. And then I've had some things to do post my sozo. So I've been seeing a psychologist fortnightly. And even when I was telling her about my Sozo, she was like, what is this? So she's now looked into it. She's become the biggest fan. She's telling her clients because these two things are going together because I'm learning why did I have some of these thought patterns? Why did I have some of these strongholds? So there is still work to do, isn't there? There can be, there can be instantaneous and there can be work to do. And you know, how many times have you been set free of something and you've never struggled the rest of your life? It's like those moments are like, Yes, And then there's other times you've been set free and it's like, I have to work so yeah. hard to keep that yeah. door closed. And, you know, sometimes we, we need help um, in finding out how do I do this? Yes. If we didn't learn that as children, yeah. you know, we're like, there's grace for a 50-year-old. Um, there's not grace for a 50-year-old to throw a two-year-old tantrum. Right. Right. And if you're 50 and you're just learning this, it's like, oh, social skills. Ooh, I'm mm. not saying that's you, but uh, <laughs> social skills. I need help finding social skills. Yes. A lot of people we sozo, we send to boundaries classes. Yes. Because it's like you've had no ability to have a boundary mm-hmm. or you don't respect boundaries. Mm-hmm. And so there's like, yeah, here's some idea you might want to take care of. We work so good at the Transformation Center together with therapists because they'll be therapy, doing therapy and they'll be like, mm, you need a sozo here. Mm-hmm. And because of the way it is, you know, we, we are medically, we're able to, to note it all medically. And so we can look and go, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do with this client. And then we can send them back. And then we will sozo people and say, oh, you need help learning how to stay free. Yes. So we will say, okay, this would be good. You need social skills. You need boundaries. You need someone that can help you learn how to shore up yes. that place inside. Yes. Yeah. It's wonderful. I've loved learning that Jesus had boundaries. <laughs> and it's actually Christ-like to have boundaries and to receive the gift of your limits. And that's another thing I've had to really grow in 
and I lead creative teams and prophetic people who love to people please. <laughs> yeah. So mm. it's a journey we're all going yeah. on together. I'd love to talk about some of your resources for a moment, Donna, before I ask you a few more questions. Okay. So tell us about some of your books. Um, well, yeah, they're all here. Mm -hmm. um, we have The Warring with Wisdom, which mm -hmm. is the new one, which talks about um, how should you pray mm -hmm. because there is different effectiveness in our prayers. We have the shifting atmospheres, which mm -hmm. for this prophetic group would probably be yes. really important yes. to understand. And we have the declarations with it. Sozo book, walk mm -hmm. you through your own realm. Overcoming fear. I joke that, you know, I am very prophetic. And so 2019, I wrote a book on overcoming fear. And in 2020, the whole world shut down in fear. Uh -huh. And I'm like, hmm, what's my next book supposed to be? I was yeah. about to say, what are you writing right I know, now? I like, so I know oh, what's coming. Okay, let's see <laughs> and then my husband's Money and the Prosperous Soul. He's the finance guy and um, how he's learned that technique will not overcome belief. Yes. And we have to heal the belief so that yes. our techniques will work. Yeah. So there are actually different kinds of sozos, aren't there? There's financial. Tell us about the different kinds. So there's financial. I'm going to miss some, but there's yeah. financial sozo. And that deals with mainly with finances, but it's also two-tiered. So it's financial sozo, sozo, and it's got coaching. Yes. Which sozo is not counseling. So yep. it's probably something mm -hmm. we should say. We're not licensed therapists. Yep. And so we are actually listening to the Holy Spirit and helping you get rid of stuff. But the coaching comes in with the, the money. Like, now that you're learning this, how should I handle my money? Yes. Right? And then there's children's sozos where we sozo children. I think it's interesting to note we seldom will sozo a child if the parents are not yet sozoed. Yes. Because a lot of times if you sozo the parent, the children come into <laughs> they yep. come into alignment. It's like, oh, okay, we're working on that. Yes. So then we have creativity sozos, we have art sozos, we have brain sozos, educational sozos. You know, we could just kind of go through I the need whole them all. Book me in for all of them. I know, it's like, come on. You uh, shared a stat earlier today about finance, and it was something to do with father issues. What was that stat? Yeah, well, in the sozo ministry, we have found that um, Father God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit actually are unique in what they provide for us. Yes. And one of the uniquenesses for father, it's identity, security, and provision. Mm -hmm. And so my husband, being the money guy, would say, oh, 95 to 98% of everyone he deals with in a financial sozo is, a, is we call a daddy wound. Wow. What did my daddy teach me about finances? Wow. Was he afraid of them? Was he um, did he mammon spirit? Was he poverty minded? And you carry that on until yes. you break free of those things. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I want to talk for a moment about um, warring from the right realm. <laughs> and you teach this so beautifully. So obviously Ephesians 1, maybe not obviously, Ephesians 1 actually talks about Jesus being raised mm -hmm. to the right hand of the Father. Then Ephesians 2, which is just epic, actually says that we've been raised with Christ to that position. I love it when you talk about our warring from second realm because mm -hmm. as I reflect after your teaching, I actually think a lot of my even worship leading at times has been in second realm because I literally do box. Ah, so I love oh, to box. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so I'm like, I actually like the sport of this. I'm probably not being as victorious mm -hmm. as I could be in Christ. So talk to us about the realms and warring yeah. from the right realm. 
Yeah, well, um, without going into all the scriptures, because you can look it all up, yeah. we have third heaven. We have, for the prophetic people, we all know that they call that second heaven revelation. Yeah. What does that mean? It means you're listening into the demonic realm, yeah. which I don't think is wrong to hear it. We yeah. talk about it's discerning, yes. right? But you don't live there and you don't fight there, mm -hmm. right? And then warring from here, but we're not wrestling flesh and blood, yes. right? And so if we are warring down here, we're fighting family members, we're fighting co-workers if we're in the boxing ring usually we're fighting agendas mm. and down here is kind of like mo it's moaning groaning oh i'm under the weight of it and up here is like i'm taking you on it's yeah. like this this idea but actually <laughs> the third heaven realm is the only place of peace mm. and we talk about how it's the god of peace that crushes satan mm. under your feet and so the hardest thing is not taking the bait yes so um, when, you, when you hear the news and you're just so frustrated, you're like, you are not going to teach that to my child. Mm -hmm. How do you stay in third heaven mm -hmm. when fear comes in? Mm -hmm. Well, fear is a bait yes. of the enemy. So mm -hmm. we have to figure out how do we stay here and not come on down yes. underneath it? Yes. And then how do we not, not get all the way back up to fight it? Yes. You know, the Holy Spirit taught me something really fun last year in my prayer life, which is exactly what you're describing. So I was talking to the father about how I was frustrated and bored with my prayer life. Yeah. And he said to me, get down on the floor and soak and I'm going to teach you a new way to pray. Oh, come on. And then he said, I'm about to teach you the lift. That's what Holy Spirit called it. <laughs> and immediately in my spirit, a lift appeared that had an invitation. So I stand at the lift door and he says, bring what you want to pray about. And the first one was a couple. And he helped me to see details on the earth that I hadn't seen before. And then once I'd seen what he wanted me to see, the lift door opened, got in, and a being of light took me to level two. And then I, I heard a voice that said, you can observe here, but you're not to get out. And then the door opens of the lift like, bing, and I observe in the second realm. And once he's finished showing me what I need to see, it shuts, and then we go to third, and I get out there. Sometimes I've gone to a room in heaven. Sometimes the father will help me to look down through the two. Come and on. what he's giving me is strategies to war yes. from third realm Come on. on other people's behalves. Come on. And so I teach that to our students and stuff because mm -hmm. it's such a fun way. Or yeah. with my little boy who plays Nintendo, I'm like, you know the cloud thing that lifts you up? Yeah. Let it take you three levels and let's pray from that space. Yeah. It's so fun, hey? Yeah, that's really great. I love <laughs> prophetic people when we're on the same page. It's yes. like, oh, we're on the right page. Yes, it's so good, isn't it? <laughs> So shifting gears a little, talk to me about how we can war with wisdom. Okay. Ooh, how do we do that? It's like a whole eight-hour conference. Um, <laughs> can you want to be more specific with that? or like? Well, for prophetic people who are listening today, mm -hmm. they often have a wisdom from Holy Spirit. They often also have discernment. Uh -huh. But what's the right way to war with it? Yeah, if I think about what we were doing today on Shifting Atmospheres, yes. I would think... The first thing is to understand it's not you. Yes. You know, and so even if sometimes we can discern it, but we're partnering with it. Yes. And if you're partnering with it, you don't have authority over it. Yes. And so mm -hmm. um, I think the soonest you realize you have come into agreement with it, mm -hmm. you just repent and then ask God, what do you want me to release instead? I mm -hmm. think the biggest issue is turning off what you're hearing of the enemy and turning on heaven's channel mm -hmm. to, for the warfare part mm -hmm. of it. It's like, and you know, uh, warfare doesn't have to be hard. I mean, it can be loud. 
Absolutely. Yeah. But it can be very soft mm -hmm. at the same time. It's like, wow. You used two words earlier today that I wrote down in capital letters, power and peace. Mm. And I actually think that's an area that I can grow in. As someone who's like, come on, let's get amongst it. <laughs> let's, let's have a rumble. <laughs> I can have power and peace. Yeah. And that's Jesus. That's yeah. just so Christ-like. So that's something I'm looking forward to processing with Father and growing in. How do you hear the Lord's voice, Donna? Wow. Um, I have a knowing mm -hmm. inside mm -hmm. of what he's saying. I think that's probably, it's like a knower. Yes. And um, I, I tell people too, especially as leaders, mm -hmm. um, prophetic people pick up stuff everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. And they come to me and they're like, well, God said, blah, blah, blah. I pay attention to my knower. Yes. Because I'm like, hmm. That doesn't pass the sniff test. Mm -hmm. And even with seers, mm. people who are like higher in their gifting than I am, mm -hmm. I still pay mm -hmm. attention to that, mm -hmm. you know, going on. And so I've had people come to me and say, God showed me this, 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 and this, and this is what he's saying. And something in my spirit's like, mm. Mm -hmm. and I will say, I want you to go back and re-ask him. Mm -hmm. And they're like, yeah, but he told me this. I'm saying, yeah, but something's not right. Mm -hmm. And then they'll come back and every time they'll be like, oh, I misinterpreted. He did show me this, but this is what. So it's a yes. knower. Yes. And as a leader, pay attention to your knower. Yes. Even if you can't explain it. Like, I don't, <laughs> this is funny. So my um, receptionist got some pictures for the wall. And I came in, I'm like, no, 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 no. Those are coming down. <laughs> and she's like, well, how come and why? And I'm like, I have no idea. They're coming down. Wow. I couldn't even explain what mm -hmm. was wrong. I just said, yeah, there's stuff on that. Yeah, and wow. <laughs> I actually love the way you talk about working with people or relying on other people who receive messages yeah. differently. Talk about that for a moment. Yeah, so in the beginning, I was learning, like, what am I feeling? What mm -hmm. is this knower? Mm -hmm. um, Honestly, when I'm ministering people, it's usually a picture in my head. Mm -hmm. So I am a seer, but mm -hmm. I see in here. Yes. So I would minister with people that saw out here. Yes. You know, the joke about that is I call that cheating because <laughs> you can see it. You know, I have to trust it. And you, but my friends that could see out here couldn't actually determine and discern exactly what it was. Right. So we'd be in sessions together. We'd be talking. It's like, what are you feeling? Oh, I feel this. What are you seeing? And they would describe what you're seeing. I would tell what I'm feeling and then interpret it mm -hmm. into what it is. And so we learned together with different gift mixes. Yes. It was really helpful. I love it when we are reliant on one another in the body. It's beautiful. And the more parts we bring together, the more complete picture and representation of yeah. Christ we bring. And we talk a lot about the importance of prophetic community and not being a lone ranger. So I love that you shared that. Okay, I want to talk about something completely different because this is something that we have the privilege and an invitation of coming into in our nation and the church, the beautiful bride in our nation right now. And I guess that, you know, we become what we behold. Yeah. So we've had a season in church life that I think is fairly well acknowledged now of looking to the leadership principles of the world. And what that has meant is from very good people, myself included, we've actually become CEOs and managers of corporations rather than spiritual mothers and fathers. And one of the invitations before us right now is to have families with spiritual mothers and fathers. Mm -hmm. And when I was at your house at Bethel, it wrecked me in the most magnificent ways. The mothers and fathers and the giants who championed one another in the house. Can you talk for mm -hmm. a moment 
about what it is like to be a spiritual mother in a house and to also work with other spiritual mothers and fathers? Mm-hmm. Well, I remember Bill Johnson saying years ago, in the absence of a father, the children will vie for control. Mm-hmm. And we have a father in the house. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we don't have to vie for control because we know who's in charge. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. It's like, so if you have a, a turnover and the father of the house isn't there, you need to get a father. And it might not, it might even have to come from outside because the children will all vie for position because that's what siblings do, yeah. right? As a, as a mom of the house, I, I also think of some things Bill has said is like, we're not into building big ministries, although, you know, the social ministry is worldwide. Mm-hmm. We're just about everywhere. The healing rooms, you mm-hmm. know, all of the prophetic, all of these things are, are becoming worldwide. But he said, we're into building big people. Hmm. And so our focus isn't on, can you take over the world? Our focus is on, can you stand and, and be a giant killer? Wow. And hopefully that's what we're doing. I mean, I've seen great men and women coming out of Bethel and... Whether they have ministries or not is not the issue. It's like, how are you shored up inside so that you're able to be as big as God created you to be? I love that because you've shifted the goal. It's such a Christ-like goal, and yet you are changing the world. Yeah. <laughs> At nation changing yeah. people. We're sitting there looking across the front going, giant, 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 giant. It was incredible. Like We need to understand this because you know we're in our mid-40s leading a church and having the time of our life, but also we haven't had this modelled. We mm. don't actually know what this looks like. So the gift of your house and the mm. gift of you and your peers and the sacrifices you have made is people on the other side of the world are looking and going, there's someone who's doing this and they're not even pretending to be perfect, but they're being transparent and authentic mm-hmm. and I want to honour you and your house for the gift that you are pouring out across the earth right now? I'm reminded of something as you're saying that. I'm thinking of in the early days um, when we were in renewal and um, as we we're building from there, I remember Bill saying, you know, if this is where we're going, if you're going that way, I'm going with you because basically you're going with me. Yes. So Bill never stopped the bus to go another way. And so all of the giants that you see on, on there, the generals that you see, are because we were all running the same way. Yes. And it's not wrong. Like people were leaving in droves in the beginning, yeah. like just leaving, 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 leaving. And Bill never said, you know, oh, you, you know, you shouldn't leave. He's like, I'm sorry you feel that way, but I bless you to find yes. your tribe. Yes. You know, because when you find your tribe, there's not stress in bringing the tribe along. Yes, Dawn. Right? It's mm-hmm. just like, no, we're, we're going. And mm-hmm. we're, I mean, I don't have time to argue with you about where you're going, <laughs> right? And we just are going. And mm-hmm. as long as we're heading the same way, it's very easy to partner together. Yes. Right? Yep. Oh, all right. Talk to me. <laughs> Last question. What does your time with the Lord look like as a prophetic person? Mm-hmm. Or just as Donna? As Donna? <laughs> um, yeah, I... I love when I read the word, I've kind of learned to read it in different Mm -hmm. versions. Um, And because, which makes it harder when you're quoting scripture, because what I used to quote perfectly is now all jumbled in the message and the NAS and NIV. So it kind of makes like I'm 
probably people think, she doesn't know the word. No, I know it. It's just in too mm. many versions. But I like to sit with it and to say, okay, God, what are you saying in this for today? Mm -hmm. um, and it is when you look at it that way, you read the word, almost always it pertains to your day. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of interesting. And then when I get in my car, I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, where are you? And then I just lean towards him. Mm -hmm. I literally do. I'm training myself to be paying attention. I'm like, okay, Jesus, yay. And it's like, thank you, Jesus, from you know, the righteousness. Thank you that you saved me. Thank you for you know, healing, all of the things that you've done and you've brought in my life. And, and Father God, you know, where are you? I, I literally do that in my car. Mm. And that's just for a few minutes. And, it, and then I feel his presence and I let myself feel him. Mm. And, and then I just kind of go out throughout my day. And sometimes, sometimes I, there's worship in my heart. Sometimes there's not. Mm -hmm. I'm very busy. I have a lot to do. And I work really hard at trying to keep it that way. Mm -hmm. I love murder mysteries. <laughs> Absolutely love murder mysteries. And when I'm on the road and when I'm getting ready to preach, I don't listen to murder mysteries. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want what, you know, murder mysteries like only good if it's like suspense and fearful, right? <laughs> and I don't want that to come out in my messages. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. So I think it would depend on to when, like when I went on vacation, I read murder mysteries like crazy because it didn't matter. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So I just, what you bring in will come out. Yes. Mine is Christian romances. Oh, I can't do those. Oh, I I'm obsessed. It's like a total time yeah. off for me yeah, to yeah. an innocent world where everyone falls in love the I right know. way. Everyone honors the Lord and it's just I lovely. Know, it's all great. Yeah. Totally different than my real life. That's <laughs> 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 why I see it as a break. Yeah. Okay, so actual last, last question because yep. I've been dying to ask this. Uh -oh. How did you actually receive the download for Sozo Ministry? Well, you know, it, we, it became a ministry from a lot of different angles. So the very first tool we got came from a man who came, Fred Grury, who came from Randy Clark mm -hmm. to teach us how to pray. Because he's like, we're going to have a crusade. You guys need to know how to pray. And we're like, really? You have to teach us how to pray. But he wanted everyone on the same page. Mm. And a page and a half of the manual was this thing called the 10 Steps of Freedom, mm -hmm. Pablo Batari in Argentina. And um, it's like, do you... Do you want to get saved? Yes, move forward. Okay, do you want to get delivered? Yes, move forward. If it's like, no, okay, we won't pray for you. No, mm -hmm. we won't pray for you. And they talked about closing doors mm -hmm. or access points. That became our first tool. Mm -hmm. We call them the four doors. Mm -hmm. We do it differently because people come for, for freedom for us. And then from there, it just was like, what else would be good? Uh, we learned different tools, found different things. And then the funniest part is... People were getting free when my friend and I were praying for them more than anyone else. And they're like, well, who prayed for you? They did. Who prayed for you? So Benny's like, Donna, we're going to go pray for this person who's been in therapy a while. And um, the therapist is going to be in there, and I'm going to be your second. So your second means they're in the room praying. They're writing down the good things. So they're going to support you. And mm -hmm. I'm like, this person's getting free. I have Benny Johnson in the room with me, right? I'm like the prayer warrior. The happy you know, intercessor. The happy intercessor. I'm like, this person's getting free. And so as I'm praying for this person, the, the therapist is like, yeah, I passed, you know, like, yeah, this is good. And I'm like, this, we're not getting anywhere. And then Benny looks at me like, you're doing great. And I'm like, oh, she's not helping me. She's watching me. Hmm. I'm like, she's wanting to see what makes it different, right? And so I turn, and the, the counselor said, oh, she'll be back next week. 
Like, and I, I, something rose up inside of me, the Holy Spirit. It's like, no. Mm. It's like, you're not going to let her live one more day like this. Mm -hmm. And as I turned around with only the one tool we had, but now we have the Holy Spirit, mm. right? I had her repeat something and she got completely set free. Wow. And then Benny's like, I give you the mantle of Sozo. Wow. And then from there, we just... Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it because it actually, it was a powerful moment, but wasn't a huge power encounter. And I, I, we talked to a lot of people and I myself, humans, we love to live from power moment to power moment, but life isn't built yeah. on that and ministries aren't often yeah. birthed out of that. So I love that you were so attuned to the Holy Spirit's voice and look at what the Lord has done. I'm going to link all of your books in the show notes today, as well as Sozo Australia, all the things. Could you please pray for all of our listeners mm -hmm. today? Yeah. So um, I just want to break off of you prophetic people. Any sense where you've been labeled as negative because you discern second heaven. And um, I ask as you discern it, use it against the enemy, but get up, climb up into the third heaven realm and pray from that position instead. Lord, I thank you for each and every person following your spirit that we don't have to be stuck with what we see, but we take authority over it and watch as you shift and mm -hmm. use our giftings to just bring freedom to this country. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Papa. Amen. Mm -hmm. Donna, I'm so deeply grateful for you and your team that's here with you. And I know this won't be the last time we chat, but thank you for taking the time to share with all of the listeners today. Hey, I believe there's some increased freedom, a greater awakening to your freedom on the other side of a sozo for you. And I just happen to know the people who can help you make that happen. So check it all out in the show notes today or send me a message online. We'd love to help you and to see the Holy Spirit do what he does best in your life. Thank you so much again for joining Thank us. You. And listeners, do all the things you know how to do. And I'll be back with you next week.